0: Hi, I'm Jennifer Z, and welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant Based and Happy podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on food, fitness, and wellness. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of topics, including inflammatory conditions, women's health, plant based nutrition, fitness, and mindfulness. It's designed to teach you how you can become your most powerful self every single day. From interviews with today's top health, fitness, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a fun and happy atmosphere. So sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with experts and people who have completely transformed their lives through plant-based nutrition, fitness, and wellness. And if you love this podcast and would love to see it grow with even more incredible episodes, you now have the opportunity to support the Jennifer Z podcast by visiting jenniferz.com forward slash podcast. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-Z-E-E dot com forward slash P O D C A S T. This helps me amp up the podcast. Finding more incredible guests while increasing the number of episodes being published. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant Based and Happy Podcast. Today, I have Lindsey Rubin, who is the vice president at V-Dog, a San Francisco-based vegan dog food company. Forever obsessed with animals, she ran her own dog sitting business in high school and went on to college where she became a vegetarian. After learning about the dairy and egg industries, she went vegan and became an animal rights activist. In 2013, she met Dave, the late founder of V-Dog, and started working with the company. Fast forward to the present, Lindsay is proud to help Lead V-Dog's growth and strategy become the current largest ethical vegan business in the pet food space. So since going plant-based myself, I began to notice the amazing benefits to my health and wellness, and I couldn't help but think, you know, how can this translate to my dogs uh, who suffer from digestive issues, uh, one ends up getting ear infections all the time. But
1: how does plant-based food benefit our fur babies? Yes, absolutely. That's an amazing question. So the background of dogs related to plant-based diets really comes down to to a lot of the fact that they have been evolving alongside us humans for thousands of years. So they've evolved from being wolves and they're genetically different from wolves. So they actually have a genetic component in the AMY2B gene, which allows them to digest starch up to 26 times better than their wolf ancestors. So what that means is not only they can thrive, they can digest starches, but they can make use of these starches and thrive. So that's a little bit of the background on that kind of evolutionary component. So Um, dogs have evolved and they're physiologically omnivorous so as long as they're eating a complete and balanced diet they can get all of their nutrition from plant-based sources
0: oh that's amazing and so you know how for humans especially who are looking to you know, convert over to a plant, a more plant-based diet, there's always that concern of am I missing anything? Am I getting all the, all of the nutrients that I need? How does V dog deal with these types of concerns?
1: Oh yeah, that's, super important. And at V-Dog, we take the nutritional side of things really seriously. So there's an organization called AFCO. It's A-A-F-C-O. Most pet parents are probably pretty familiar with it. They What they do is they regulate uh, within the pet food industry, they regulate nutrition levels. So they say, okay, your dog food has to be this percent of protein or within this range for this vitamin and mineral. Um, part aspect of it so what that means to us as a dog food company is that that's a legally binding statement so Mm -hmm. in order for us to put that on our bags and put that on our websites we do third party testing regularly and we comply with all of the ASCO regulations so beyond that of course we want to comply with the regulations but in addition to that we use really um, healthy plant-based ingredients that kind of go above and beyond you know we use peas, pea protein, lentils, quinoa, um, all sorts of just really hearty, healthy ingredients that are a lot different than, than what you've seen a lot of other pet foods.
0: Right. Yeah. I find, I see a lot of fillers and stuff like that in, in some pet foods. Um, so you've been with B-Dog since the beginning. How do you feel that the company has evolved um, in the, in the pet product industry? How do you feel... Um, that not only V Dog, how it has evolved, but how do you feel like the entire industry has evolved?
1: Yeah, well, it's super exciting. So, I've been with V Dog for several years now. I think it's about six. And as a company, we've been around 13 years. So, we've really seen it for over a decade how things have been shifting and evolving. So, within V Dog, as a business, we continue to grow, which is so incredible and i think that's attributed to several things generally the the concept of the vegan movement growing in the united states as well as e-commerce becoming a lot more significant um, in the united states and we are first and foremost an online business we do we ship food basically directly to our customers and we found that that's a really convenient model for the customer to have that big heavy bag of dog food kind of waiting for you right there at your door and the dogs always get really excited when the delivery person comes to. so that's always super cute to see. Um, but yeah, in, in the pet food industry, it's a really commonly held belief that trends in the pet food industry follow human trends. So since people are really thinking there's a lot of shifting of what we're eating as humans. And that really trickles down to everything we're, we're buying and bringing into our homes, right? So that eventually trickles down to, to our pets, to our companion animals. And that's what we're seeing a lot of. So we're really fortunate to be in this kind of what's considered to be a, a very new and innovative space within the pet food industry. And I think what really speaks to it is I was reading an article that I shared with my team here the other day and the pet food industry, the word vegan continues to pop up kind of more and more. And that's something, even since I started with V-Dog, that's a, that's a pleasant surprise to me is the industry kind of using that word and recognizing this as a trend um, kind of more and more lately.
0: Absolutely. I know uh, since going plant-based, um, it, you really start, you really look at yourself when you first make that uh, transition, but then you start because you notice all of these great benefits that are happening to you. You can't help, but think about what the, what going plant-based can do for your animals, you know, especially with animals who suffer from mm-hmm. allergies, like ear, chronic ear infections, um, all sorts of digestive issues. Uh, you just, I feel like more and more people who are, seeking out plant-based options are now starting to look at well what about my my pets you know like (laughs) i want to give my pets the best Mm -hmm. also so what led you to make that switch from being a vegetarian to going vegan
1: Yes, this was a really important point of my life, but it, it seems pretty seamless at the time. So I personally went vegetarian my first year of college, which was about 10 years ago, which seems like a lot of years at this point, but it flies by. And I basically, after I graduated, I think what it came down to is I had a bit more time on my hands. So I was being exposed to more of more videos, more content online that was showing me what really happened in the egg and dairy industries. Um, I had already given up meat for good, but I was still consuming animal products. And once I really saw what was going on, I I had already decided that I didn't want my purchasing power and my, my dollars to go towards anything that harmed other beings that deserve basic rights and deserve to not suffer and um, when I realized that these other industries contributed just as much as the meat industry, it was kind of, it was, it was a simple switch for me. And I said, okay, I'm committed to, to the, to the full, full vegan concept. And, and that's kind of, that was how it happened for me.
0: Right. And I find once you, once you're exposed to that stuff, it's not like you can unsee or unlearn what, uh, or become unaware anymore. It's, you can't go back. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so I know Exactly. That- and I just want to mention, too, that I, people who know me and growing up know that I was always this really big kind of sensitive animal lover. I just loved, always loved animals and, and everything I did. But mm-hmm. I think that's something I've learned over the past several years, too, is that it's really important that, you know, you don't need to be a big animal lover or a big, sensitive, cushy animal person to realize that they basically just deserve basic rights and they deserve not to suffer and and we can make these decisions and especially with so many amazing plant-based options now at the stores and within within really in arm's reach it's it's really better than ever to kind of align how we feel and and what we know is right with our actions
0: absolutely and I feel like there's really no excuse because there are so many options um, as opposed to say even five years ago ten years ago especially but There's so many new plant-based options for restaurants and products popping up every single day. Exactly. Some people are are hesitant uh, to become an activist because uh, in some capacity, they believe that maybe their voice alone won't be loud enough uh, to make enough of a change. Um, but how, how, as an animal activist, are you able to help protect animals? And what type of movements have you seen uh, in the past that have made a meaningful impact
1: in their lives? The first one that comes to mind immediately is the circus protests, the Ringling Brothers protest. So when I first moved out to California from New York many years ago, um, A circus protest was the first protest that I personally partook in, and stood stood with the sign in front of strangers. And you just kind of put yourself out there. And what I learned is that it's this really incredible growth experience because it's kind of nerve-wracking, you know. You're Mm -hmm. out there with a sign, and you know all the people flowing into the event that you're protesting don't either they don't know or they don't agree with you. So you really have to be composed and have to best represent um, what you're standing up for. So that was my first kind of foray into animal rights activism. And as most of you listening to this probably know, the Ringling Brothers Circus closed after almost 150 years in business mm-hmm. due to many factors, but significant, significantly from pressure from activists. So that's a really great example of, of something coming to an end for, for various factors, including act. Activism, and then and as far as um, knowing that your voice is heard in, in a in a big world where it kind of feels like <laughs> we're such small fish in the sea, and you know our voice doesn't matter. I, I always believe that it does because each person each person's voice and vote matters. And I'll give you an example from from a V. Dog business perspective, and I think this is really important. And um, we were at an event, and we had several people come up to us and ask us about our packaging. And, and encourage us to move towards more sustainable packaging. Um, you know, there's a lot of buzz out there right now about right in, now in San Francisco, they just banned straws. So people yes. use plastics, um, are, are peop- you know, companies and people are trying to move away from them. And personally, I'm really interested in zero waste and in that type of lifestyle. So this is something that I do try to integrate into our business and we had several people come up to us at this event and talk to us about our packaging. Even It was just even a few people and bringing it up, it was then discussed in our leadership meetings at VDOG. So I like to share that with people in a sense of encouraging everyone to ask Companies ask for what you want because they don't know unless you're asking. Ask for vegan options at non vegan restaurants, ask for vegan options at businesses whether it's an apparel company, a food company, any kind of consumer packaged good. I think asking is so important because if you don't ask them, they're essentially not going to be 100% sure on knowing that that's what you want.
0: Absolutely, and then, like you said, uh, it gives them the opportunity to take that feedback back to their team and look for alternative ways So do you Absolutely, yeah. Do you feel today that there are more or less people standing up for animal rights?
1: I would definitely say more and and what I was thinking about earlier is how I think that the lines are kind of blurring a little bit for, for animals and I say that in a positive way and what comes to mind is i'm sure most people know about the dodo so they post all sorts of um, adorable animal videos and i consistently see them posting more and more farmed animal videos and i think what this means is that you know their videos have millions of views so with technology and with the growth of growth of social media is where we can expose people to animals in a different way because visiting a farmed animal sanctuary is incredible and amazing to get to know the animals, but not everyone can do that. Not everyone's near near a sanctuary or other reasons. So if you can see a video, I saw one recently of this woman who rescued a rooster and he grew into this big, beautiful rooster and ended up being a house rooster. And Aww. it's just this kind of funny, quirky video. And it was so adorable. And I just think that for the first time, people where millions of people, (laughs) I don't know how many views it had, but many, many people were kind of seeing that this rooster had a personality and that he is this this being that's capable of of feeling and having a personality and likes to snuggle under your arm and fall asleep and be pet. And I think that technology and the growth of the way we reach people with content and with animal-friendly content is incredible. And it's, I think that it's, expanding and growing and I think that there's a lot of potential for that and and reaching more people and I think more people are making making connections for animals.
0: I agree with that for sure I mean you know even if you're not an animal person like you were saying earlier you can't help but watch a video like that and think that it's adorable.
1: Exactly, yeah, and and not everyone, and and they do. And that's just one example of very many, but yeah. these these groups do a great job at at reaching different demographics than you know say maybe in the vegan community. So it's important for all of these kind of crossover efforts to just reach as many people as possible and give them the information, at least expose people to how animals are, um, and and when they're not seen as food, they're capable of flourishing and and thriving, and they're essentially just like the dogs we have in our home, and I think that that information is getting out there more and more.
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you feel that more and more companies are beginning to reinvent themselves uh, from a more ethical standpoint?
1: I hope so. I think that, again, talking about technology, something that's really become significant for businesses is social media and Instagram and what that means is it it's kind of this necessary additional layer of your business and and what you do with it matters right so if you use your Instagram to show how authentic you are and to show what the people at your company love, what you stand for, you know, why you're a sustainable business. I think that the, the, the younger generations that's something that we kind of expect and we look for, you find a brand, especially vegan consumers. I think we're exceptionally, I can't speak for everyone, but most of us are pretty interested in kind of researching companies and being like, what is this business about? And we're consumers now, especially younger consumers, I think are just more and more highly educated. We have so much more at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely beneficial for other businesses to, to branch out into those areas and, you know, n- for whatever works best for their product to kind of create that layer of sustainability and, and authenticity within their brand.
0: Yeah, I feel like now people want to sort of peel back the layers and see, you know, the, the raw version of that company and not the glossed over version. And, um, and I think that a lot of younger people are living that way. They're being a little more authentic. And so they're, you know, they're asking that of, of the pro- out of the products that they're buying too.
1: I think so too. And I, I want to say that everyone at Z dog at our business are vegan animal lovers. So it's so, I'm so fortunate to work in a space where everyone is so aligned. And I mean, we're making products that, we're so proud of and that we feed to our own dogs you know we formulate them we test them and, and um, that's something that we're really proud of and it's, it's nice to see other businesses kind of taking control of that too and, and when you have passionate people working for you and working with you it's just an, another level of of success and of people do you know enjoying their job and doing so well and, and making success and Therefore, when it's a vegan business, um, helping more dogs and saving more animals.
0: Yeah, it definitely helps when you when everyone's aligned and everyone has that intense passion for all for the same reason and the same purpose. So, where do you see V Dog heading in the next five years?
1: I think we're really excited for the next five years. So we are growing pretty quickly. We continue to grow and we just announced the launch of our international brand. So in the next five years, we'll be focusing a bit on our international distribution. Um, And then in the States with V-Dog, we will be focusing on bringing out some new and exciting vegan products for dogs. So the vegan movement continues to grow online, business continues to grow and we're A kind of mishmash of both of those spaces, and we're really lucky to be here, and I think that um, there's a lot of opportunity, and we're all just really, really excited to help more dogs and and help farmed animals. Oh, that's amazing.
0: So I have a final question for you, Lindsay. If you could go back and give one piece of advice to your younger self on veganism, and how going vegan impacts not only our health, our environment, but our animals as well, what would you say to younger Lindsay?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I, think, I think that the biggest thing, and this would be like a, a personal learning experience, is where I would focus my energy. And I think this relates a little bit back to the activism question. So I think that there are lots of people who are very, very open to living a compassionate, plant-based, vegan lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I would tell my younger self to probably focus on them because there are a lot of people who might want to be argumentative or not want to hear it. And that's okay because there are more people who somewhere you just have to find the right people and right groups and right way to, to be active in the community, but to focus your energy on those people who have open, open ears and eyes and who want to listen.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I also think that, you know, the people who don't want to listen right now, that may not be the case in say uh, you know six months or a year or a couple of years, and they'll have a way of finding you anyway when they're ready to listen, and that's really the most important part I think too is you know spending your energy with like-minded people and people who are really on this earth for the same purpose.
1: Absolutely kind of just taking a step back and thinking about how to be most effective and productive too, yeah. whether it's activism or just personal conversations with people, you know, talking to someone at the grocery store and yeah. just taking a really positive, kind perspective and, and think of how um, you can be most effective with, with you know, certain people and certain topics.
0: Yeah, and I find leading by example too. You know, people can't help but notice when, when you're happy and things are sort of working out for you, then they sort of gravitate towards you. So it's nice
1: definitely that's a big part of it too
0: well thank you so much lindsay for coming on the podcast and chatting all about v-dog and uh and your transition to becoming vegan it's much appreciated
1: thank you so much jennifer it was so wonderful chatting with you
0: the best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of healthy living through plant-based food fitness and wellness is to share it with your friends and family You can do this in person or through the various social media platforms out there. I'm so thankful for each and every like, share, and comment. And if you're looking for more food, fitness, and wellness inspos, please visit the JenniferZ.com website. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. And until next time, stay happy, healthy, and plant-based.